We have been discussing from some days the ayat of the Quran Sharif wherein Allah Ta'ala mentions the sifat and the qualities of the Ibadur Rahman the special servants of Allah Ta'ala who Allah Ta'ala has very greatly praised that they are the servants of Rahman slaves of Rahman so some of these qualities we already discussed the aspect of their humility, their ibadat, their spending their nights in worshipping Allah Taala, and various other aspects were discussed. In this ayat Allah Taala mentions about them that these servants of Allah Taala, they are those waladina la yadruuna ma Allahi ilahan akhir. That they don't invoke any other deity apart from Allah Taala. Meaning they don't commit anything, they don't commit any shirk. They worship Allah Ta'ala alone and the entire focus is towards Allah Ta'ala alone. They don't ascribe any partners with Allah Ta'ala. So shirk is obviously and very clearly mentioned in the Quran Sharif, the greatest crime that a person can commit and the unforgivable sin if a person leaves this dunya on shirk it's unforgivable inna allaha la yaghfiru ay yushraka bi wa yaghfiru ma duna dhalika liman yasha so that is very very clear in the quran sharif in the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and repeatedly in the quran sharif this has been highlighted the hadith this has been highlighted So Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala's grace, Allah's mercy, Allah Ta'ala's tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with Iman, Allah Ta'ala keep us steadfast on Iman, take us with Iman, raise us on the day of Qiyamah with Iman. Really in the times that we are living, this is not just something to just take for granted and just be very very content that everything is in hand, I don't have anything to fear. Allah forbid the halat that come, sometimes it takes just a moment for a person to just flip somewhere. Sometimes some statement, sometimes what kind of things a person entertains in the heart deliberately, what kind of things he starts giving space to in his heart sometimes what he does all these things can endanger iman sometimes and from where to where it can drop a person so these are very very sensitive times that we are in very delicate situations very testing times and among the things that it tests more than anything else test iman where is a person's gaze, where is his attention, where is his focus, where is his faith and yaqeen. So obviously this is the highest concern that every mu'min should have, the greatest concern of his iman, protecting his iman, safeguarding his iman. This doesn't just happen just without any effort, this requires an ongoing effort. The protection of iman Obviously, there's many, many aspects, but is included in that is the protection of amal. When the amal are going to be performed, obviously, iman must be protected rather than safeguarded in itself. But if a person protects the amal, 
that becomes a safeguard for the Iman. If the Amal drop, then that Iman is more exposed. And for the attacks of Nafs and Shaitan to come onto that Iman are even more easier. And if a person's Amal are very firm and strong, that becomes a protection of the Iman. The Amal, the Amal go all the way to even the Mustahabbat, Adab. One is that a person is not yet fulfilling something, some Adab, some Mustahab, even some Sunnat. So, if he is not yet fulfilling it, so that's, that's something he is deprived of. Of, but there should be some remorse, some regret in the heart that I should be doing this. This should be in my life. This is my weakness. This is a deficiency. Make dua. Make Allah Ta'ala's help. Try to bring it in. But if a person starts regarding it lightly, that, well, it wasn't anything major, not, not something so important, that starts opening the doorway to other things getting left out. It is the statement of the Arifin, Mashaykh quotes this, as Shaykh al-Hadith, in his Kitab al-Atidal has quoted it, many others have written this, and this is a very well known statement of the Arifin, that man tahawana bil adab, uqiba bi hirmani sunnah, that the one who will regard the adab, the mustahabbat lightly, if he left it out, he doesn't feel like I missed out on something. I should have done it. My weakness, I didn't do it. He takes it for granted. Doesn't matter. So now when he feels like it doesn't matter, that doesn't matter is now lightening it in a way, lessening the importance of these things. So this is a kind of tahawan trivializing it, in a way trivializing it. So the person who starts regarding the adab as minor, something not so important as such, yes, in terms of the fiqh classification, it is not on the level of a farz or wajib or sunnat, waqqada or ghair waqqada. It's a mustahab, it's a adab. So obviously, in that classification, there are the different levels. But in the manner that a person then takes it that, well, this was not so necessary, not so important, so he regards it as something not really important to have been done. So that's a kind of trivializing it. So the result of this, sunnah. He is punished, uqiba. He is punished by being deprived of the sunnah. Now, the mustahabbat and the adab, we're actually the safeguard of the sunnat. <coughs> now he trivialized that, it opened the door to missing out the sunnat. So now when the sunnat started getting missed out, and then he started taking it lightly also, that this is not anything too serious, it's fine, it's not a farad or a wajib. So after he starts taking that lightly, he then is punished by becoming deprived of the faraiz. In other words, this leads to that, to that, to that. They open the door to the faraiz getting left out. So the person was missing his salatul jama'ah. That salatul jama'ah was a protection of his salah itself. And he was very conscious and very concerned, I must miss my jama'ah. Perhaps sometimes that jamaat got missed, but his namaz never got missed. But when that wasn't given that due importance, there will be every other occasion when that namaz will become qaza also. So the person who regards that as not too serious, not in the sense of the fiqhi level, but well, if I didn't leave it out, if I left it out, not so, such a major issue, it starts becoming a means of the faraiz getting left out. And then the faraiz, وَمَنْ تَحَاوَنَ بِالْفَرَائِزِ أُوْقِبَ بِحِرْمَانِ الْمَعْرِفَةِ 
person who starts taking the faraiz lightly, now that namaz became qaza, qaza, okay, we'll see now later, later, it's already qaza now, that response, it's already qaza now, we'll see later, is taking it lightly. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, on one occasion, his salah got missed. Allah Ta'ala made it happen so the ummah would understand what's to be done in such a situation. That perchance, that perchance, after all the arrangements are made, everything was done to ensure that the salah is performed in time. Rasulullah sallallahu is traveling with the sahaba and it's late at night and they stop to camp at a certain place for the night. Now it's late at night, among the first concerns is that who is going to after having performed some rakats, now to take a small rest, Nabi Islam asked who is going to stay awake to make sure everybody wakes up for Fajr. So Bilal radiallahu ta'ala and who volunteers. So now the arrangements are made. Not that the person goes to sleep, there's no alarm set and no other adequate arrangements. Now sometimes if that alarm is set, he knows beforehand, this alarm he'll never hear. So that setting that alarm is just appeasing the mind, well I set an alarm. So adequate arrangements, and for every person those arrangements being adequate could differ. For somebody some arrangement is adequate, for somebody else that is far from adequate. Somebody one small little rustling of the leaves also will wake him up, and somebody that alarm can be louder than a maybe plane making some noise outside, that too doesn't stir him. So everybody's level of what his arrangements are adequate will differ. So he's made adequate arrangements. So the Bilal radiallahu volunteered and now everybody then after having performed some rakats went to rest. So the Bilal radiallahu started his salah because now he's going to stay awake and continued in his salah until now it was close to the time of Subha Sadiq. And now that it was close to the time of Subha Sadiq, he went and sat down facing the horizon now, the direction from where now the light will start appearing and it will become clear that now Subha Sadiq has come, then he will wake everybody up. So now he sat in that direction, but something was behind him, some um, caravan or something, so he leant against it. Now he too was tired, he was traveling, so he just leant against it to now just sit and watch now, see, but in that moment suddenly his eyes overcame him, sleep overpowered him, and he fell asleep. Now that he fell asleep, the time came and passed, and eventually the sun rose. Allah Ta'ala made this happen. Because there's so many lessons that the Ummah had to be given. So when the sun rose, and when the rays of the sun came out, the first person that woke up was Rasulullah Woke up with a shock. And immediately called out, Ya Bilal, Bilal what happened? So Bilal woke up with a shock. And he then presented his situation, Akhaza bi nafsi alladhi akhaza bi nafsik. That Rabb who had taken your, so to say, life while you were asleep, meaning that you were now fast asleep, in that moment took mine also. It wasn't something that I tried to go and sleep, it just happened in a moment. So Rasulullah gave the instruction number one, immediately everybody leave this place and move on. The wife of Bukhari Sharif, mentioned that immediately everybody was made to pack up from there and leave. And then they traveled a short distance and then stopped everybody. And then everyone performed their wudu and made their qaza with jama'ah. Why moved away from there immediately first? Nabi Islam said to them that that was the place where shaitan's effect was. Made us our, our salah become qaza. Now can we imagine who's present there? Rasulullah sallallahu Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala'an, Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala'an, whole group of Sahaba. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa saying, no, the effects of shaitan came there, so therefore we didn't remain there, we moved away from there immediately. 
And just to get out of that place where the effects of shaitan were, just moved out of that. But then first thing that was done after having moved out of there was making the qaza. That this cannot be delayed to reach some later time. Okay, now when we stop for zuhar, then we'll make the qaza of the fajr. No, this must happen now. This happened without any deliberate uh, neglect, without any neglect at all. But despite that, this was given the highest priority because this can't be let to be just be now. That it's well, it happened now. We'll see now. It wasn't our uh, neglect. We didn't do anything deliberately. Not our fault now, and we're not accountable for this. Rufi'an ummati al khata wa nisyan, something that a person now fell asleep. The naim, his marfu'ul qalam. So now we are not accountable for this. So now it's not something to make too much of an issue about. No, no, no. This was the first thing that was done. And that was regarded as a place where the effects of shaitan came. So that place was left immediately. But what was highlighted here is that this is not something to just take lightly. But something to give the highest regard to. Now when a person takes it lightly, then that taking it lightly, it then results in other things then start slipping. As mentioned in the statement of the Arifin, Roman tahawana bil the one who deals with the faraiz lightly, then this results in even his iman getting affected. Allah forbid that opens the door for the attacks of shaitan on iman directly. But this is where the amal, as mentioned, are the protection for iman itself. The person is very conscious of those amal, very concerned about it, trying to be very punctual on it, trying to increase the number of mustahabbat that he has in his life, the number of adab, being careful to fulfill those adab as much as he can, as he can. So all this protects the amal above it, and all these collectively protect iman. Allah forbid sometimes a person with all the amal in place, but he's exposing himself to other things, kind of literature he's reading, kind of things that he's listening to, that can affect the iman directly. So it's not that the person got all the amal in place is also can be relaxed. No, every from every direction he has to be concerned, has to be taking care, not reading things that can affect that iman, not listening to things that will affect his iman. Once one of the tabi'een was sitting and a person who had some incorrect aqaid at that time the various deviant groups that had already become common at that time so somebody, one of those people had come into that gathering and he started reciting one ayat of the Quran Sharif this person, the tabi'i woke up and moved away from there so he said, but he was reciting Quran Sharif so now you didn't even sit to listen to the Quran Sharif. He was reciting Quran Sharif. He said, that's not the point. He was reciting Quran Sharif. We know this person's aqaid are incorrect. After reciting that ayat, he might say something relating to that ayat. And that what he might say might be part of something from his deviant belief. And it will fall in somebody's ear. You don't know what it can affect his heart. We're talking about people of that caliber, tabi'een. But this was the extent of concern. That person currently is reciting Quran Sharif, but I won't listen to his recitation. Because from that, what it will lead to Allah knows. Quran Sharif is Quran Sharif. But his recitation, after that recitation, then what? So now sometimes for that excitement and what's going on and how that person is talking and what's... People get so caught up in all these things and with the social media and all these things that float around YouTube and... People are listening to anything, but what it's doing sometimes, what havoc is causing with the, what havoc is causing with the, what havoc is causing with the iman of a person. Sometimes what, what beliefs are now settling in hearts of people which are completely contrary to the Quran and Sunnah. But that concern is not there, that I need to be very, very guarded. You must have an open mind. Now if you have such an open mind, then all the filth is coming to that mind. One have to sift things, but he's a 
person capable of sifting it? Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Sahib Rahmatullahi Ustaz Hazrat Mahmud Sahib Down the Rakatuhum He once mentioned That while they were studying in Yoban So they had gone to Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Sahib Rahmatullahi's room To spend some time with him it Might have been a free time or Off day or something So when they got there so Mufti was busy He had a lot of various, various kitabs in front of him And he was busy writing something And he was busy writing something so when they sat there with him for a while, so he said, look, all these kitabs, these are the kitabs of Maududi. Now he was busy writing some refutation or whatever tahqiq he was busy with. So he said, these are all Maududi's kitabs. So you can see it's open here, I'm reading it. You all don't ever read it. So on the one hand, so look, I'm reading it. You all don't ever read it. Now they were, in the advanced years of study, they were close to the culmination of the study, but he is still refraining them that, look, you don't read it. And the reason for this is that sometimes, obviously this was on a more general note, maybe at that point in time it was meant for them that don't, till you don't gain a complete overview of everything and a good sound understanding of everything, till then, at that stage in time, he still refrain them but but the point in this is that sometimes when a person doesn't have that very sound and deep knowledge he will read something it might ring a bell as they say that something is not tying up here but what's the answer to this he can't seem to come right with the answer but then when he can't seem to come right with the answer then that starts somehow making its way into his heart, but maybe there's a point here. But there's no point in it. The point is he doesn't have the answer. He doesn't know what's the response to it and what's the refutation of this, what is being presented here, which is a deviation. He doesn't have that answer, so now he starts thinking that there's a point in this. What has been presented is jahalat. To understand jahalat, Jahalat is sufficient. To understand something that is ignorant, you don't have to be learned. You can be ignorant also, you'll understand that Jahalat. Meaning it will make sense to you. There's nothing to understand in it. Understanding it meaning that it makes sense. Any foolish thing, any fool feels, is very intelligent. So something that's foolish, it's baseless, but a foolish person feels something very exciting about it. But to understand ilm requires ilm. Depending on the level of ilm that is there, you must have that level of understanding also. So now, the person sometimes that batil there might seem to have a point in it. Why? Because he doesn't have that ilm. And now the refutation sometimes, which is on a very academic level, he doesn't have that academic level to understand it. So this seemed to make sense to him, and this doesn't seem to really fit in, because he can't make it fit in because of his lack of understanding. But in the process, what has happened? Now that doubt settles in his heart. And now he starts asking questions which, now somebody, he got to, whoever he asked the question to didn't seem to satisfy him. So now that doubt gets deeper. And Allah forbid, this is not just hypothetical things. How often this happens? The person says, but now this has, now he realized somewhere down the line that I have now slipped up here. But that is so strong now in his heart, he can't get it out. After explanation upon explanation too, that has now taken root. Where it started off from and where it's gone to. So this is that very, very crucial aspect about being very conscious about what a person reads, what he listens to. No issue about, this is not the time and zamana to say, to have an open mind, that open mind, this was his way of explaining it, that sometimes people say, will be broad-minded, it becomes so broad-minded that the mind, the whole brains fall out of it. Nothing can hold it back, it's so broadly opened out. So, this is a time to be very, very cautious, very guarded, especially when everything is so easily 
available at any place, tick, click of a button and what not is flying around. So in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala is speaking about the Ibadur Rahman, وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَدْعُونَ مَعَ اللَّهِ إِلَهًا آخر. On the one hand, this is explaining that they don't get involved in shirk. It's not just the matter of not getting involved in shirk. Included in this is all the things that become a problem in the person's iman. Very often in the Quran Sharif, it's only shirk that is mentioned. But shirk is mentioned, it's not exclusive to shirk. Kufr, the same thing applies to it. That the end result of shirk, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَخْفِرُ أَيُّشْرَكَ بِهِ وَيَخْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَارِكَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ So shirk, shirk is a different branch of this belief. But the same thing applies to kufr also. Because the primary addressees at that time were the people of Makkah Mukarramah and they were generally involved in shirk. They weren't involved in denial of Allah Ta'ala. They were involved in ascribing partners with Allah Ta'ala. So as a result, this was primarily the address and primarily the aspect that was repeatedly mentioned. But the same thing applies to kufr because the end result is no different. So just as it applies to shirk, it applies to kufr, it applies to anything that will become an obstacle in protecting this iman, become a danger to this iman, and all these things that fly around, you don't know what, what is in between. So, so a person cannot take chances with his iman. This is the only real wealth that we have. Everything else we can try to take a chance with, but not with iman. And unfortunately, that way, that way people generally take things, look after everything else very well. But iman, you can take a chance with it. Read this, read that, listen to this, listen to that, go here, go there. But Allah forbid what's becoming the end result of it. So this is that very important aspect that is being highlighted here. The concern for Iman. Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala He comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa He had some pages of the Torah. One of the scriptures. And somebody had passed it on to him whatever. And he starts reading from that. And Rasulullah becomes very upset. And then when he realizes that Nabi is becoming upset, he excuses himself and he seeks pardon. Nabi then says, Lokana Musa wa Isa Hayyain Lama Wasiahum illa tibai. What are you reading now? If Musa or Isa were present, they too would have followed me. Now Umar wasn't any ordinary sahabi. He was a sahabi of a very, very high rank. He was somebody that could have distinguished now if something in that scripture page that was there was distorted, he would have picked it up. What is the distortion here? And what was part of the original text? He wasn't just any ordinary person. He was a person with very deep insight. He was a muhaddas. But despite that, Nabi Islam didn't tolerate this. This was cut at the root. Don't touch it. This is not the way to go about it. So the person with that level of discernment, that level of understanding, that level of divine inspiration, but he wasn't allowed to continue with this and it wasn't tolerated from him. What about the rest of us? So this is something to be very, very guarded about and for ourselves, our families, our generations to come, we have to be very cautious about Iman. So as we started off with that aspect, that among the things of the protection of this Iman, one is obviously looking after what we read, what we listen to, not taking chances in that. But then the other very important thing also is the protection of Iman is in the protection of Amal. The person is conscious about his amal, making an effort to ensure that those amal are done well, trying to increase the amal. All this obviously lends to the strength of iman. The more the amal are built up, the more this strengthens the iman. It increases the nur of the iman. So when the nur of the iman is constantly being increased by amal, 
obviously it will become stronger. It will be even more protected and safeguarded against the attacks of nafs and shaitan. When amal drop, and as mentioned yesterday, that when something drops, there is no vacuum, something else will fill it. When the good drops, the negatives will fill it. That starts creating zulmat in the heart, darkness, and the noor starts disappearing. Then darkness, like attracts like, shaitan is darkness, and this is darkness. So then it becomes very easy for shaitan to attack that heart. And then that iman gets exposed. So this is what we have to constantly keep trying to improve in our amal, improve in the our azkar, tasbihat, what is farz, wajib, sunnat muqqada, there is no question of compromising on that in any way. But even the sunnat ghair muqqada, we try to perform that as well. Not that that be taken as a secondary thing. Person got the time that there isn't a chance to perform it. Well, there isn't a chance. But not that it's just taken as well. It doesn't really, really, there should be some feeling of regret and remorse over that too. That I missed out on this. I should have done it. I should have come a little earlier. The Sunnah, the then the Nawafil as well. We try to slowly, something at a time, little bit more, some Nawafil we try to increase. There should be some Nawafil as part of our daily tartib. Not that the day has passed and, well, we only left the Nafil out. No, it's not only left the Nafil out. We got deprived of something very great. So this becomes the means of the protection of a person's amal, amal above it, and also the protection of a person's iman. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 
ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا انك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه ان الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اله العالمين يا الله امس مسيف امس غريشس امس كاين امس لافينغ الله اله العالمين يا الله يو انيوبرابل كاونتليس باونتيز يا الله شاورينغ ابون اس افري مومنت يا الله اله العالمين يا الله ات اول تايمز يا الله وي ار بينيفيتينغ اند انجويينغ اول يور باونتيز اند نعمتس يا الله but yet we have been so ungrateful ya allah we have been sinning against you ya allah ilahul alamin we regret and re- ya allah we are deeply in regret and remorse of what we have done ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah we are turning to you in toba ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah accept our toba ya allah and we are repenting from all the wrongs we have done ya allah ilahul alamin forgive us ya allah forgive us ya allah forgive us out of your grace and mercy ya allah allah we don't deserve anything ya allah but you are most grateful ya allah most graceful and most merciful ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah you forgive us out of your grace and mercy ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah make us like the day we were born ya allah completely without any sin ya allah ilahul alamin grant us istiqamah on this toba ya allah allah we are making toba from the sins of the eyes ya allah from the sins of the ears ya allah from the sins of the tongue ya allah from the sins of the hands and feet ya allah the sins of the heart ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah purify our hearts ya allah purify our hearts ya allah purify our hearts ya allah ilahul alamin our heart was supposed to have been the place of your muhabbat ya allah it was supposed to have been the place of your love ya allah ilahul alamin we filled all the haram in it ya allah we filled all the filth in it ya allah we filled all the muck in it ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah we see a speck of dust in a glass ya allah we are not prepared to pour some water to drink out of it ya allah ilahul alamin we want your pure muhabbat in our hearts we want your marifat in our hearts we want you in our hearts ya allah and yet we filled it with all the muck and filth ya allah ilahul alamin how foolish we have been ya allah how foolish we have been ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you forgive us ya allah cleanse our hearts out ya allah purify our hearts ya allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah fill our hearts with your marifat ya allah ilahul alamin bless us with your marifat ya allah bless us with the nisbat of the awliya siddiqin ya allah make us among your special servants ya allah make us among the ibadur rahman ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah save us from being in the company the, the friends of nafs and shaitan ya allah for too long we have been the friends of nafs and shaitan ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah break this association from them ya allah make us your friends ya allah make us your friends ya allah make us among the awliya siddiqin ya allah ilahul alamin we don't deserve anything ya allah but you are most great ya allah ilahul alamin it is only with your grace and mercy that we beg of you ya allah ya allah that grant us this great honor ya allah make us among your friends ya allah ilahul alamin enable us to perform our five times salah with jamaa ya allah with khushu and khudu ya allah enable us to ya allah practice on all the amal ya allah enable us to fulfill all the sunnah ya allah all the mustahabbat ya allah wat ya allah all the adab ya allah ilahul alamin put the importance of the farais and wajibat in our hearts ya allah of the sunnah in our hearts ya allah the adab and mustahabbat in our hearts ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah bless us with your tawfiq ya allah bless us with your tawfiq ya allah nothing can happen without your blessing ya allah without your tawfiq ya allah it is only when you will make it happen and enable us that it can take place ya allah ilahul alamin of our own accord we can do nothing ya allah nothing is our achievement ya allah whatever has happened is only because you have allowed it to happen ya allah it is only your grace and mercy ya allah ilahul alamin at every step you are totally dependent on your grace and mercy ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah enable us to do all that which pleases you ya allah save us from everything that displeases you ya allah ilahul alamin grant us istiqamah on deen ya allah grant us istiqamah on deen ya allah grant us istiqamah on deen ya allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya allah at every step shaitan and nafs ya allah trying to derail us ya allah are trying to drop us into destruction ya allah ilahul alamin only with your protection can we be saved ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you protect us ya allah you guide us ya allah ya allah do not leave us to ourselves for the blink of an eye ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you grant us every khair ya allah 
Save us from every shari, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin. All those who are sick, give them complete shifa and afiyat, ya Allah. Remove every trace of their ailments, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin. Those who are in financial difficulties, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, ya Allah. Allah fulfill each one's halal, jayis aspirations, ya Allah. All the jayis needs, ya Allah. All the pious aspirations, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. All those who have passed away, make that complete maghfirat, ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the you keep us steadfast on Iman, Ya Allah. At our time, take us with Iman, Ya Allah. Take us with Iman, Kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on Tawbat and Nasuh, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Take us at a time you are pleased with us. We are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Make our covers gardens of Jannah for Ya Allah. Grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, enable us to use this Mubarak time correctly, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, whatever broken amal has happened, ya Allah. It's so weak, ya Allah. Nothing is worthy of presenting to you, ya Allah. Out of your grace, accept it, ya Allah. Out of your mercy, accept it, ya Allah. Make it a means of our najat, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, throughout the world, ya Allah. Allah, wherever some amal have taken place, ya Allah. People have been keeping fast, ya Allah. The Taraweeh Salah was performed, ya Allah. Allah. Whatever amal we are taking place, Allah, accept it out of your grace and mercy, Allah. Wherever etikaf is taking place, accept it, Allah. Ilahul alamin, make it a means of khair for the entire ummah, Allah. Ilahul alamin, you protect the entire ummah, Allah. Protect the ummah, Allah. Protect the ummah, Allah. Protect Islam and the Muslims, Allah. Ilahul alamin, Allah. Protect the masajid, Allah. Protect the madaris and makatid, Allah. Protect the khanqas, Allah. Protect the effort of da'wah and tabdeeg, Allah. Ilahul alamin, protect all the organizations of haqq, Allah. Ilahul alamin, all the efforts of haqq, Allah. Ilahul alamin, Allah. You save God, Allah. Ilahul alamin, Allah. This deed is yours, Allah. Ilahul alamin, nobody can cause any harm to this deed, Allah. Ilahul alamin, Allah. You are the protector, Allah. Ilahul alamin, use us for the protection of your deed, Allah. This will be your grace upon us, Allah. Ilahul alamin, Allah. You accept us, Allah, for the khidmat of deen with ikhlas and afiyat, Allah. Accept our progeny till qiyamah with ikhlas and afiyat, Allah. Ilahul alamin, Allah. Allah, out of your grace and mercy, Allah. Open out the doors of the masajid for us, Ya Allah. Allah, open your houses out for us, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, open out the madaris and makatib, Ya Allah. All the work of deen, enable it to start again, Ya Allah. Enable it to flourish even more, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you enable this to happen, Ya Allah. It can only happen with your help, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, despite whatever the schemes might have been, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, your qudrat is above everything, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, make the schemes of the enemies turn against them, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, you protect Islam and the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the Harabin Sharifain, Ya Allah. Make the Harabin Sharifain abad again, Ya Allah. Make the Harabin Sharifain abad again, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, protect Masjid al Aqsa, Ya Allah. Protect all the ya Allah, institutions of the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, grant us a tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us from such things that bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who asked us to make dua for them, all who have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah, you fulfill all their needs, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant the best of dunya and akhirat to each one, Ya Allah. Whoever is sick among them, Ya Allah, grant them complete shifa and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant every khair to every Muslim, Ya Allah. Grant every khair to every Muslim, Ya Allah. Save every Muslim from every shari, Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam begged for. Ya Allah, we're also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shari ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag. ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله